Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from Emergency. Remember the story I told on a recent episode about Samad in Iraq? He stepped on a landmine as a child, losing both his legs. Emergency was there to help him, offering free, high-quality health care. Emergency is an effective and trustworthy charity that focuses on sustainable, long-term, quality health care. They build hospitals around the globe and empower local people by training them to be staff. They work across the world in countries affected by war and poverty, with active projects in Afghanistan, Eritrea, Iraq, Italy, Sierra Leone, Sudan, Uganda, and Yemen. Emergency solely relies on generous supporters, so if you would like to donate and support their incredible work, just search Emergency NGO and donate today. That's N as in November. Emergency NGO. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. Today, I'm going to share with you a tiny little interview that I captured with two very tiny guests. Uh, I asked some questions to Aurelio, my son, and his friend Jacopo, both five years old, on the very, very day that they finished kindergarten. On Monday's show, we're going to talk a little bit about endings and the nostalgia that for some people, like myself, can be associated with endings. And I will admit that I've been having a very hard time coming to terms with the fact that my baby has finished kindergarten and is about to move on to elementary school. So we'll talk about all of that on Monday, but I do want to share this little interview that I captured, this little conversation, asking them if they felt any nostalgia over the end of their school year. So we'll listen to that. And then I'll come back and talk a little bit more about what kindergarten is like in an Italian school. I am here with Aurelio, age five, almost six, and his best friend, Jacopo, also age five, almost six. These two big boys finished kindergarten today. And I wonder, do they have the same feelings I have? Are they feeling nostalgic? Are they going to miss the school that they're never going to get to go back to? Are they going to miss their teachers, their friends? Luckily, they're going on to first grade together, which is great. But um, let's see. Jacopo, come ti senti adesso che hai finito la scuola materna? Bene. Ti senti bene? Sei un po' triste? Un pochino. He's a little bit sad. Che cosa? Anch'io sono un pochetto triste, eh sì. E perché siete tristi? Why are you sad? Perché lasciamo i nostri amici. Mm, because they leave their Io friends. Perché English, English, so... English, baby. Yeah, okay, you can speak Italian if you want. Io perché lascio i miei amici e anche perché non posso disegnare più. Più e non posso giocare con le Lego. Well, we have Legos at our house. Certo. Anch'io. And you can, you can draw at your own house. Yeah, but it's fun even with other friends. Well, luckily you're going to make oh, new friends yeah. at first grade. Jacopo, avrai nuovi amici. 
al primo elementare e poi ci sarà Aurelio. Aurelio will be there with you. Now, what about your teachers? Are you going to miss your teachers? Ti mancheranno le, le tue maestre? A me sì. mi mancherà Katia e anche tutti gli altri. And you? Who are you going to miss? Katia. I guess Katia is their favorite teacher. Um, A me tutte. E la struttura? Cioè, avete avuto un po' di nostalgia andando via dalla struttura proprio della scuola? No. E che sarebbe la struttura? The building, the building. Were you, did, it, did it make you feel a little sad to think I'm never going to be in this place again? Eh, sì, a me un pochetto. A little bit. What about you? Veramente tanto. Tanto. And why? Because I can see those nice... Mm, Aurelio really is going to miss having his temperature taken every day. You know, you might have to do that at first grade too. <laughs> Big smile. Jacopo, vieni qua. Allora, what are you looking most forward to about starting first grade? Che cosa ti aspetti alla prima elementare? Io aspetto matematica. Io aspetto matematica. Tre... 10 fa 30 e 3 10 più 1 fa 31. Very good. What about you? Io inglese. Studiare inglese? Oh, Jacopo is looking forward to studying English and I really always looking forward to studying math. Siete contenti che adesso sono arrivate le vacanze di estate? They're both very happy that it's summer vacation. Although vacation from what, I ask you, since... Element, since I want to elementary school, I have your... <laughs> They're both excited for vacation, but um, like I said, vacation from what? Uh, scuola materna, a.k.a. preschool and kindergarten is... Uh, is pretty low stress, as far as, uh, as far as I can tell. Allora, grazie tantissimo a tutte e due. Grazie. Grazie. Jacopo, you want to say any final words? Ultime parole? Sufilisica. What? Ultime parole. Sufilisica. Tu sei? Sufilisica. Che significa? Vuoi dire un'ultima cosa? Vuoi dire qualcos'altro? No, shake your head. Aurelio, you want to say anything else? Bye. I love you. Listening to the podcast. As you can hear, they're pretty happy to be finished with kindergarten, as far as I can tell. So when I was posting about this and writing about this to particularly my sisters, who all have kids who are much older than me, uh, one of them said, oh, for me, it was preschool that was so hard. And it struck me that this is because Italian you know, pre-elementary school, early, early schooling is arranged a little bit differently than its American counterpart. And since so many people seem to be interested in the nitty gritty little working details of Italian life, I thought I would talk a little bit about what early schooling is like in Italy. So generally, instead of having a separate preschool and kindergarten, all the kids are together from the ages of three to five or maximum six years old. Children start kindergarten at six years old in Italy. They might even start at five and a half. But it's called scuola materna. There's no separation between preschool and kindergarten. Like I said, it's between ages three to six, so it's pretty much three years. 
Sometimes a parent might decide for some reason to hold their child back and give them another year of scuola materna, but generally you're looking at three years. Anything before that is called nido, which is a very cute name that means nest. So basically you're sending your children to a little nest when they're under three years old, and that could be equated to daycare or nursery school. So children start at three years old. And I suppose that in different schools, it's done differently. But in Aurelio's school, all of the children, regardless of their age, are mixed up. There isn't a class for three-year-olds, a class for four-year-olds, and a class for five-year-olds. There are three classes, three sections, but they are mixed within them. So you've got three, four, and five-year-olds in each class. A quick aside to help you shop for summer clothes of the best quality, you must check out Fairty. They're a family-run clothing company that prioritizes sustainable fibers and non-toxic dyes, and they even ship their clothes in an environmentally friendly way. I own three of their shirts, and I absolutely love them. In fact, Tiffany, I'm wearing one right now. They are so soft and comfortable, and they are the perfect blend of casual and classic. You know when you're searching for that ideal summer outfit, that shirt, that dress that feels like you've had them for years, maybe a gorgeous print that fits so perfectly and feels almost too good to be vintage, but still looks like it might be? Well, that's Fairty. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Fairty is giving Bittersweet Life listeners 20% off. 20%. So shop now for new summer clothes. Head to fairdbrand.com and enter the promo code bittersweet at checkout for 20% off your order. Now, back to the show. Another difference is, of course, the food. As you know, food is extremely important in Italy, and that includes food for children. Now, I have an extremely picky eater who would be thrilled if he could, he could just eat turkey slices and white pasta every single day of his life. What could I say? He's my child. I was the same exact way. But they actually have a very sophisticated menu at the Scuola Materna, you can download the menu online, and of course it changes week to week. But every single day they have a primo, which is you know a first course, which is generally pasta or rice. They have a secondo, which is either meat, fish, maybe eggs, maybe cheese if they've had a, like, had meat in their pasta, and a contorno, a side dish, which is generally some kind of vegetable. They're pretty impressive. Like if you if you look at the menu, you know, it's never I mean, yes, sometimes it's pasta with parmigiano. Sometimes they're going to make that. But sometimes, you know, they have pasta with pesto and cherry tomatoes, which is a personal favorite of mine, or pasta with zucchini, or rice in a vegetable concoction. For second courses, they often have fish meatballs or they might have veal. So it's pretty intense. It's not quite as crazy as what goes on in the French schools, which I have read about, but it's pretty impressive for those little kids. Unfortunately, Aurelio eats almost none of it. Another difference between Italian kindergarten, which of course is not called kindergarten, and American kindergarten is that here in Italy, kindergartners, or aka five-year-olds, are not taught to read and they are not taught math. I believe that basic math, like at least basic addition, as well as 
early reading is taught in kindergarten in the United States. In Italy, they wait until first grade for that. And at first, I was a little annoyed by this. And I thought, you know, they're waiting too late to teach these kids how to read. But since I have discovered more and more about what Italian school is like, and how extremely rigorous it is, just how much homework they give, and how high the expectations are here. I started to think, you know what? Having those three years of scuola materna where all they're expected to do is play and discover and explore and experiment and create, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing. Now that I know he's about to be sitting in a classroom for six hours a day, having to pay attention. I mean, we all did it, right? But <laughs> I'm kind of glad that he had these three years to just be a kid and not to have to worry about any kind of schoolwork because he's going to get plenty of that. That said, as you'll remember, I did teach him how to read during the lockdown last year whether or not that has really stuck is another question. He's not become super enthusiastic about reading. So he can do it, but he, he does not do it willingly, let's say. But we shall see. I'm, I'll be very interested to learn and, of course, report back to you how school goes learning to read and write in Italian when he also has a second language, as well as what it's going to be like for him to take English class with kids who don't speak a word of English. And he will have a non-native English-speaking English teacher. I'm very interested to see how that will go. And like I said, I will make sure to report back to you. I hope you enjoyed this bittersweet moment. Join us again. Bye. Thanks to Emergency for supporting this program. Emergency is an outstanding charity that focuses on sustainable, long-term quality health care. Their work is centered on building hospitals and empowering local people by training them to be staff. If you'd like to support their work, search for Emergency NGO and donate today. You can also find a link in our show notes. Mm-hmm.